Hey, what's up, everyone? I want to welcome you to Learn How to See Better, the only podcast out there known to improve your vision the longer you listen. This is your host, Drew Davis, and I've got some great content that I want to share with you today. It is a beautiful Saturday morning here in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's the middle of July, and it's not even 100 degrees yet. Yeah, so needless to say, it is uh, fairly early in the morning, but I'm feeling really good today, and I wanted to uh, share a little something with everyone here because it has to do with have to and get to. Um, I think that it's so easy for uh, busy people. I know that I fall victim to this at times to feel like, oh, there's so much that I have to do. Have to, have to, have to. And one of the things that I've learned, and I still have to remind myself of this every now and then, is that there is a big difference between have to and get to. And let me share what I mean by that. When you think about it, um, have to. I have to do something. Just the energy associated with that, right, is one where you think, my goodness, you know, could the torture, could the punishment be any worse? I have to, right? When you were a kid, it was, I have to go to school. And then, you know, eventually it's, I have to go to work or, you know, I have to do something else or I have to do these chores, whatever the, whatever the case may be. And I think that it's fun for us to be able to notice the times when we say I have to do something and actually determine whether or not that phrase have to really belongs there. When we think of the phrase have to, it's generally applied to something negative that we really don't want. And if you just think about that, whatever you put it in front of then, uh, whatever phrase you put have to in front of, you're gonna carry with you that energy associated with that task. So even if it's something you don't mind doing, if it's like, and we say it casually, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that, right? It's an agenda item. But we have to be careful because there's a fine line between when we put the whole extra dramatized sigh in there, oh, I have to, you know, do this or do that. And um, it's just one of those things that if we are able to switch that have to to get to, the whole energy changes. I don't have to babysit my kids today, right? I get to spend quality time with my children that I love, right? Um, Sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the hustle and bustle and and you think that certain responsibilities that we live for, that we get to do become have to's. Oh, I have to pick my kids up from school. Okay, you know, let's rephrase that. Maybe you're currently in in a very busy, productive business or works mindset and you don't want that interruption to switch gears and and switch over to another task, or maybe you're still uh, trying to get some things cranked out and you don't want to leave that work unfinished. But when it's just, I have to, um, and and the energy behind it innocently but truthfully um, represents a real desire to not do it, then it's just an area that we want to make sure that we're cognizant of because so many times in life we have privileges, not rights, but privileges that we get to enjoy. And if we start to look at those privileges as requirements or obligations and there's a negative connotation or energy that comes with it, then, you know, it's possible that that 
that privilege or that uh, that luxury might not stick around permanently, right? You know, it. Uh, you know, you could think of it even in, in your relationships. It's like, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, I remember <laughs> sometimes in my in my early on uh, dating days, um, you know, my thought might be, oh, I, you know, I have to, you know, go and buy a Valentine's Day gift, right? And it wasn't because I didn't, you know, have feelings for the person, but oh, all the mushy stuff and buying the gifts. I'm, I'm not, you know, my primary love language isn't, isn't gifts. So it would be a have to, but really it's I get to, right? I get to uh, please the love of my life and show her that she's special to me by, you know, buying her flowers on this special day or something like that. Um, I get to do that. Even as I'm headed out this morning, I'm actually driving. Um, I'm headed to work, technically. I am headed to work on a Saturday morning. And I could easily have the attitude of, man, I have to go to work today. But in my scenario, I just look at it a little bit different. I get to go to work. And, and let's make sure that we have the proper definition of the word work, right? In this sense, what am I actually doing? I get to go and visit an asset that I own, and I get to evaluate the best candidate that is going to produce income for my asset. Now, I might have used some, some buzzwords in there if, if you're not catching uh, what I'm trying to say here. I basically get to go visit a rental property that I own today, and I have a few people meeting me there that are uh, eager to check it out and um, apply to live there. So I get to do that, right? Um, you know, now I could have looked at it as, oh, Saturday morning, that's when you, you sleep in and you know, eat pancakes and, and, and watch cartoons, right? Um, I remember those days as a child. But now, as, as a grown man with responsibilities and things that matter to me, I am fortunate enough to have the vision and the awareness to understand that um, this isn't just any Saturday chore, right? I go and spend two hours outside of my uh, morning, out of my you know, quote-unquote free time, and then you start to think, what's that going to be worth to me? Well, uh, chances are, as soon as... Um, I get the property shown to a couple of uh, qualified prospects, they're going to commit to live there and pay me to live there for the next one to two years, possibly even longer. So if I'm able to invest two hours of my time for 12 to 24 months of recurring income, month after month after month after month, I would say that that's a fair trade-off of my time for the day in a way that I'm excited to put my asset to work. So that's just a business uh, example of how we can look at things that we have to do. Oh, I have to get up early in the morning and, and, and go and go show this this property and people might not want it and they might have negative things to say and wah, 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 wah. <laughs> no, I changed the whole frame of it and that really wasn't my attitude, but um, it could I could easily treat it that way if I didn't have the right mindset about privileges that I get to enjoy. Right? Not everyone out there has cash flowing assets that they get to uh, go and visit and go and uh, check up on and make sure they're, they're doing their job, right? And uh, so in this instance, I'm able to go and visit an asset and evaluate uh, candidates that are going to essentially be my income producers. And you know, it's, uh, 
it's it's a win-win. It's not like a give-take, win-lose type of thing. Uh, there's folks out there that are looking for clean, affordable, safe housing, and that's uh, what I'm able to provide in this case. And I'm excited to be able to have good um, good product to be able to provide the people with, and I feel great. Uh, about that, knowing that I'm going to be able to put someone in uh, a residence that they're going to be able to enjoy, make their home, create new memories that uh, really build their love for the for the property. And, uh, you know, also in, entice them to continue uh, taking care of the property because of those good memories and the good quality experience that they get from the, the property management team. So that's just uh, one personal experience that I'm having where I get to... <laughs> Uh, share um, certain activities in my life that without the proper perspective could be viewed as undesirable chores. Now, I fully recognize that on a mid-Saturday morning in the middle of the summer where it's going to be triple digits out there, kind of hot. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go out and, and get sweaty. And if people don't show and if the you know, air is not blowing cool enough, quick enough, you know, I mean, it, it could be a million different things that, um, that I could possibly choose to alter my attitude about this opportunity. But I got the better vision to be able to recognize that uh, this is some time well invested. It's an investment in my future. It's an investment in uh, me being able to not have to work, right? If you think about it, if I put in a little bit of work for a couple hours and I find someone that uh, wants to uh, pay me on the first of every month for a year or two to live in my property, then uh, I've bought myself essentially 24 months worth of time where I am earning income and enjoying those benefits without having to lift a finger, theoretically. And so those are some of the simple things that are a shift in perspective for me that I didn't necessarily have a decade ago when I was first getting started on this journey and didn't know what it was like to have really any kind of um, passive income from real estate, right? Um, so that's one thing that I think is, is a great and simple way to share an example how some things we have to do. Yes, it's fair. There are necessities of life, right? But you can, you can stretch this to anything. Business related, personal related. You know, I have to pay taxes. No, you get to pay taxes. <laughs> you pay a lot of taxes. I mean, you probably had a lot of income, right? <laughs> Um, but in some cases, you can pay little to no tax and still have a lot of income. It's just how you understand the rules and, and manage your affairs. But what out there do you have to do that if you looked at it and pre-framed it correctly, you would recognize, wow, I get to do this. Um, you know, I think of other examples in, in people's lives where, um, you know, they have to do something that they don't want to. And uh, it's not always our responsibility to kind of shake them out of that mindset and say, no, 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 you actually get to do that. Um, you know, we pick and choose those battles, but it's something I wish for all of you. If you're able to shift that simple perspective of things in your life that you quote unquote have to do, look a little bit deeper. Do you have to do it? Is it really a requirement? It, because, hey, when you're growing up, you pretty much don't have to do anything except for, you know, follow the rules of society or you get locked up, but you really don't have to do much else aside of that. So when you're thinking about the things that you have to do, 
are they things that you want to do? And if you want to do them and if they benefit you, consider shifting your perspective. I get to take a walk around the block today. I get to eat healthy foods. I get to enjoy the presence of uh, my loved ones. I get to go to work today, right? I get to wake up. I get to breathe fresh air, drink clean water, right? Enjoy the feelings of love in my world. I get to. I don't have to. I get to. So what do you get to do that you may currently think that you have to do? I challenge anyone out there listening to this to share what you get to do now that you realize you don't have to do it. I think that would be great uh, to see some of those experiences that you guys are out there facing. And um, with that, I'll go ahead and wrap this episode up and appreciate all of your attentiveness to this topic of life that applies to us all. Thanks a bunch. Have a great day, everyone. See ya.